Welcome to the Docs and Crocs podcast, where we explore the latest happenings in news, culture, and everything in between. Our team of experts and enthusiasts, me being the expert, and I'm the enthusiast, bring you fresh takes on the hottest articles, trends, and pop culture phenomena. From breaking news to the latest viral sensation, we've got you covered. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive into the world of Docs Docs and and Crocs. Crocs. And here we are. We are here. We are here. This We're is, all here. We, the, the gang's back together. Let me Just make sure, hold the on. three of us. The big thing is that I'm not slouching, right? Yes. That's right. You have to. Shoulders together. Shoulders okay. together. Look nice. And what was that tip you gave me? Engage the core. Point your nipples at the doorknob. Nipples at the doorknob. This is the only For those way. of you who don't know, there's a door right behind the camera, so that's why. And I usually look like an absolute pig when I look back at these videos. <laughs> so I'm trying not to look as heavy. So there we go. You got to show off your gym gains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ooh, I've been going to the gym. Mm. Mm. Yeah. For those just listening, that doesn't. Can you guys make it sound like for everyone listening, just make it seem like I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Can you check this one out? Incredible. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Right? I'm, so. you have, can, you, can you give us a, a front double buy? Yeah. Here, let me just. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's yeah. on wow. trend. Yeah. Wow. He's um, taking trend. What can I say? <laughs> uh, he's, he's on the sauce. <laughs> oh, God. Am I on the sauce? I hope I'm not on the sauce. We don't need to do a natty or not. We know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no filter required because we know that he is juicing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Juicing. No, yeah. Tell that to the world. So, hey, you want to introduce our guest yes, today? Yes, uh, yes. Today uh, we have a special Crocs. guest. We have a guest. Another guest, guest, ladies and gentlemen. He is an extraordinaire. He is a jurist doctor. He is a wonderful husband, father, wow. older brother, wow. my brother, Daniel Norman Fogg. Thank you for having me on the, on the podcast. I feel like this I need to treat. play. I need to insert studio applause after that, that <laughs> there needed to be studio applause can oh we get, can we get a daytime tv laugh track yeah i can definitely put that in we please just, yeah just, i can do that for you i'll put it right here that's I can't right you do that to that's, me. that's wow. where it's gonna be <laughs> we just mm. need one of those sound boards to hit that bruh button bruh 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 Walking slush. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for being on the podcast, man. It's my pleasure. This, this was the other thing I didn't say. I and I always do this. We always end up like looking over there, but we're talking to each other. You know? Yeah. So we can we can have conversations. That's saying. good. Yeah. Eye contact. Eye contact. <laughs> Firm handshake. Eye contact. Yeah. Let's Un- practice. Uncomfortably long eye contact. Do you have staring contests with your kid? No, not yet. No, no, absolutely not. She doesn't have the attention span for that, actually. <laughs> um, I would just dominate in every staring con. And I don't want her to automatically feel like life is a losing game. That's why. I want her to feel like she has a chance. So. Set her up for success. Right. I, just, I don't want to just dominate at every contest at home and then have her go out and be like, I couldn't even beat my dad in a staring contest. What else am I supposed to do? So no, we haven't done that yet. She doesn't need to know that the that the world is a dark place where you don't win every time. Not yet. No, right now she thinks that she is she is the the queen of everything, and I want her to feel that way. So it's working out. That's Boom. good. Good. Good dad. Good dad. Vibes. I think that's great parenting. Yeah, absolutely. But you are the father of a wonderful son. I am. Uh, yes. 
He's he's 19 months old. He'll be two in August. Uh, Where does the time go? I know. The, so we're trying to get Theodore to talk right now in between him taking food that we offer him out of our hand and throwing it on the floor. <laughs> so we... <laughs> it's a delicate balance. Yeah. So funny story. Um, my my boss is, is fond of people's... Uh, what's the word? Fairy tale dreams being shattered, and so wow. the <laughs> and so <laughs> say it lightly. <laughs> and so when she meets kids who haven't figured out how to pick things up and throw them on the floor yet, she takes her time with this child when when she's visiting and shows them you can pick it up and it doesn't have to stay there. It can go on the floor. <laughs> wow. Okay, we're trying to teach our daughter the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything goes on the floor. That's true. We're so we're <laughs> cuz sure, her way of letting us know that she's done with anything is is just that. Like she'll sit in her chair and she'll be eating and she'll be doing a great job. And then when she's done, she will she'll just look you dead in the eye. Yes. And throw it Unbroken like, violently on the floor. Yeah. Theodore, he's a uh, over the shoulder. Oh, like like the salt, like it's wow. like a like a Italian. Yeah, I was like a superstitious. Yes, like a Euro, like a European superstition. Like yeah, you gotta gotta get all the bad juju out, or you gotta yeah. throw, throw salt hard enough <laughs> to put the eye out of the <laughs> out of the the spirit. That's, yeah, that's following you. Around. Yeah, that's getting yeah, after yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. But that's, he's he's he gets some he gets some pretty pretty high speeds out of it. Really, I, I've watched some blocks tumble and. Take head, head, <laughs> sh- head straight for the recycling bin. It's like he's he's recalling the war. Like, I've se- <laughs> let me tell you, son, I've seen some blocks tumble. <laughs> I've seen some eggs fly at such high speeds. They'll end your life, boy. You ain't seen nothing till you've seen sixty mile an hour pretzels. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a he's a big fan of. Of things which are covered in breading and salted right now, so <laughs> okay. He, when he was before he was one, it was no holds barred. Everything was for dinner: fruit, vegetables, smoothies, meat, yeah. any kind of meat. Texture didn't matter. Rice. He, ve- <laughs> he wanted it, but now, now we're now we're on a. We can nugget. Any, any kind of meat. Texture didn't matter. There's so much precision. That's right. <laughs> we're, we're, we, we go through. We, once upon a time, we went through. Uh, this, this, is a, this isn't a true story. We, we go through all this organ meat, and he would just, just wolf it down. Wow. But now, now it's all chicken nuggets. If someone can tell me how to invest in dino nuggets... I want stock in Dino Nuggets. Hey, uh, if you know, and you're watching this or you're listening, Let please, us know. please comment. Sponsor us. All of us need Dino Nuggets stock. <laughs> please help. <laughs> Dino Nuggets are in a league of their own. They're they're high class. I had uh, one of my buddies in high school. His family was from India, and his mom would make fried rice mm-hmm. when we'd come over and visit. Really sweet lady, great cook. And for the protein, he had two younger sisters, both elementary school aged. And so for protein, you just got dino nuggies in your fried rice. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Dino fried rice. Yeah. I, haven't, uh, I haven't whipped that one up yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I got to throw that. I feel like, but yeah, like 
Dino Nuggy fried rice with some kimchi. Mm. Yes. Ooh. Ah, how to be, be an fantastic. adult and a child at the same time. Yeah. I didn't start liking kimchi until like last year. Mm-hmm. So that's that I consider that to be like a pretty adult thing is kimchi. So kimchi for the adultness in you, Dino Nuggies for the, the okay. childness yep. in you, the child likeness. It's the generational meal of champions. <laughs> Dino Nuggy fried mm. rice. You heard it here first. First, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here. <laughs> Tw- uh, tweet, Instagram, yeah, TikTok. Yeah, please send that out. TikTok, your kimchi dino nuggy fried rice recipes to at. Yes. Oh, yeah. Stitch this with your uh, dino nuggy fried rice, please. We want to yeah. see it, folks. Recipe. We see it. Uh, cook with us. Dine with us. All of that good, good stuff. Where's your Cabela's hat, bro? So, okay. You have a Cabela's hat? <laughs> Listen. I'm wearing my Cabela's hat today because I got a surprise credit card. <laughs> from, from I, Cabela's. I thought you had to ask for those. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> it was a surprise because we walked into Cabela's. We're like, let's just look around. We just finished like oh, a, our shooting course. You, you thought you could walk and out. They, and and they were like, the- hey, if you sign up for a credit card, you get these free gifts. We'll give you this mm-hmm. hat and this multi-tool. And when I, I like, signed up, I got a koozie. I did not get a multi-tool. Yeah. This is a bunch of baloney. I went in to buy mm. my ammo for the class. I signed up for the credit card because it meant I could buy 100 rounds of 9mm ammo for $8. And so I signed up and I got a koozie and a hat. He gets a multi-tool. Where's your koozie, bro? Is it a good multi-tool? Is it legit? It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's not a Leatherman, but it's yeah. not bad. It's like a good backup piece, yeah. you know, to have in your car or whatever. I I was given a Leatherman, like the real deal. Yeah. Um, it had, you know, it had the paracord, the whole nine yards, and it, I lost it at some point. It's, that's Yeah. Heartbreak. What kind of man... Dude, one of my, what I I had a bunch of, uh, one of my buddies actually braided the paracord on it for me because mm. that that was his OCD need. I think that's the manliest thing that you can do is braid paracord. Hey man, you want to come over and braid my paracord hey man, later? Let's, let's get together and braid some paracord. <laughs> so anyway, so we walk into Cabela's and I'm, you know, the lady offers me the thing and I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna get approved because I don't have the best credit in the world. And she was like, even if you don't get approved, we still give you the gifts. So I was like, what is there to lose? Free 50. What is there to lose? So I signed up and immediately got approved. Nice. So then I was like, oh, oops. Uh-oh. Well, okay. Looks they were like, like yeah, we have, you're, you have a credit limit of like two grand here at Cabela's. And I was like, uh, so Jonathan kept me from buying like four ARs that day. Dude. It, I, uh, I was tempted. There, There is a big temptation, yes. But since... Since the LA trip, we have been on the struggle bus of the college yeah. meals. And yeah. It was, yeah. Gas was <laughs> 450 plus in LA. Kimchi fried rice isn't a choice. It's, it's a necessity. It's a lifestyle. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's Dino Nuggy exactly. fried rice is keeping us alive. <laughs> it's a mindset. <laughs> the grind set. The grind set. 2K 20, 23. Yeah. 23. For some reason, for the past week, I've thought it was 2024. Well, Already like in my head, it's 2024. I don't know. Was why. it was it the season change? Probably. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's warm now, so I figured. Eh, Finally, it's warm. warm. We're it's done. Been windy. We're done for with a that last weeks. one. Yeah. This is um this this winter felt like years. I oh. usually love cold weather. I love the cold weather it. and the snow and like I'm all ready to get cozy. Here, here. 
For the first time ever, though, I was just, this is the first time I've ever just been freaking done with it. I'm like, I'm so over this. It only snowed when it was inconvenient. Yeah. It didn't snow enough to be fun. Mm-hmm. It was just cold and windy, mm-hmm. and everybody was upset. So I was ready for it to be warm so that I can start working um, on our yard in vain, but at least I can work on it. I've got a bunch of weeds that need pulling, and when the sun started coming out and they started multiplying, mm. it, no. So we have goat heads. Yeah. We have like, if, if you don't know what goat heads are, the devil. puncture vine, it's also called puncture vine. The devil. And they're these little weeds that they grow in like, ju- they just spread along the ground and then they dry up and they're these little spiky balls that stick to your shoes and your clothes and they're not like, they're not like the soft spiky balls. Like I think some people have that idea in mind. Like if you live on the East Coast, there's those soft spiky balls that fall off the trees. It's not those. They're tiny little sharp devils that go straight through your heel if you step on them. And you will trek them into your house. It's it's guaranteed that your bicycle tube yes. toast. Gone. That your sock toast. Gone. Your happiness toast. And then they spread like crazy. So yeah. there, our entire front and back, we have a hu- we're on like a half acre here, and it's all puncture vine everywhere. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so like I've tried everything to kill them. Last year I even went as far as to I went and bought another like propane tank and a propane torch. Yeah, and just walked around outside just torching the ground. But they don't die. Legalize nuclear herbicide. Please. Can we please? <laughs> we need it. I went to war with ants a couple of years ago. I remember that. I was I was I remember um, this. I was planting grass and ants. We had so many ants, they were just taking all my grass seed away. They were just mm. eating the grass seed. So I was outside. I got like liquid poison. I got dry poison. <laughs> I covered our entire property in death. I remember this because it was at the start of the pandemic. I was staying here for like days at a time because I had you know, nothing better to do. There was nothing open. School was you know, canceled. There was no work. And we were augering the front yard. We were setting up the fire pit in the backyard. Yeah. We were digging all of these things and setting it up. And then Ryan's like, yo, we need to get some grass seed in here. I'm like, yeah. Let's get some grass. He was very enthused. A few weeks later, Ryan's like, "Hey, all the uh, all the ants took my grass seed." So I would be outside. My wife would wake up and she would walk out and look out the window, and she would see me out there shirtless, just like laser beaming holes <laughs> in the ground with the like, you know that that setting on your hose that's just like. Like I would just be out there, just, <laughs> just absolutely flooding ant holes. Absolute wrath. I was, I oh, I was enraged. I would be out there, just like I, I had considered taking my 1911 outside and just shooting holes down into the ground, but I, I didn't go that far. So, wh- what are the protocols for war with ant kind? Yeah, what are the protocols? Can I make napalm and just like? Blow out ant holes? Is that legal? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you could. I don't know. Uh, this video is going to, this podcast is going to be flagged just because I said that. We're already flagged from the Chinese balloons. That's right. Oh, that's right. No. And I said I could do the eye thing because of the Russians. Yeah, we're flagged. We're all flagged over the place. for sure. It's done. It's done. Speaking of getting flagged, if you <laughs> noticed that we have a little ad read by Ryan, there was a little ad. We have officially gotten. The opportunity to be monetized. You got papers. We got we got papers. You're bonafide, and we're official. We're real. So thank you. You were fake before. We You're were. Oh yeah, before it was just a. It was a big joke. Yeah, it was a fake yeah. news. This was all actually a prank. This was a huge prank that we were pulling off until we got monetized. And then Ryan, we're like, oh, now we have to stick with it. Ryan, you have to wake up. You've 
You've been in the hospital for four years now. Guys, I just had a terrible dream that I had a podcast. (laughs) Oh, my God. I stopped being a streamer, and I went to become a podcaster, which is like the next step down. Oh, my God. Yeah, what's the scale? It goes like... You know what's what's the influencer hierarchy? Owner, <laughs> yeah, like owner of your own company, actor, actor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm that one. I'm that one. Yeah, you know, actor. Uh, you know, Instagram influencer, right? TikToker, TikToker. That's top two. Twitch streamer. Yep. Podcaster. Podcaster. And then like Facebook Live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Facebook Live guys that make the fake cooking videos. Oh no. That's the most I that's the most heinous thing that what anybody does. What does it take does. to fake cooking? No, literally you know what I'm talking about, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? I hope so. Those videos where it's like the husband or the wife is filming. And then the 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 other of the pair is like making some, and they're like, guys, check this out. And they're making like the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> they're like, if you put these hot dogs in your coffee maker and you let the hot water in the coffee maker boil the hot dogs, and then we're gonna put it in a tray and we're gonna add cheese and we're gonna crack twelve hundred eggs into it for some reason, <laughs> and then we're gonna pop it in the oven for twelve <laughs> hours at ninety degrees, and you're like, this is preposterous. And then they pull it out and they're like. Oh, wow. <laughs> Breakfast for a month. Wow. And, and the person behind the camera is the worst actor ever. Oh, babe. That looks amazing. Oh, babe. That looks <laughs> Babe. That's so good. And you're the just The Will like, Arnett special. And it just keeps you watching. I don't know why. Every time I'm pissed by the end. Wow. So that was my rant for the That's rant for That's the, the rant. There you go. What, what was, the at, what was the, that page that started those time-lapse cooking videos over the, over the hot plate? And it would be the top-down camera, and they'd be do all of their cooking, and it's usually something like a single-pan dish, like Tasty. Huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, Tasty. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They were after Tasty, the time-lapse video genre. Oh yeah, has created terrible dark. It's offspring. given birth to yeah, just absolute monsters. Content now, I don't know what it is. We, I think we've crossed over from like. The content era into the the crap tent era. Like, there's no real content. I feel like anymore. Endless trash. It's just endless trash. I'm pretty sure most of it is like some guy sitting in a hut in India <laughs> on a laptop <laughs> making like automated articles. Like, so, when I'm scrolling through Instagram, there's so many articles that I click on that are like, it's just clickbait, but it's like in the worst broken English. And I'm like, how do I tell Instagram that I want to stop seeing this? And then it's like some trash article that's not even about anything. But they're just popping them out. They're popping Non-stop. them out like triplets on a daily. They've got the keywords, dude. I guess they do. Dude, the I, algo's going to find it. And I don't know what, what I'm missing. I don't know what I'm missing. Just hang out with an Indian dude in a hut. I guess so. Can you guys tell us what you're doing? I don't know. I just feel like there's very few real human beings on the internet anymore. <laughs> and I feel like most content on the internet is like somebody... And it might not be a, a guy in Indiana hut, but it could be like, you know, some 15-year-old girl who just like knew how to set up bots and yeah. all of the content is just automated. It's just right. junk, just getting pumped. Just a junk pump. It's just a junk pump. <laughs> <laughs> that's the new name of the podcast, guys. Welcome to Junk Pump. I'm junk, that's pump. And today... 
<laughs> we're gonna pump some junk. We're gonna pump some junk. <laughs> hey, we didn't ask the big question. Speaking of which, yes, this is the most important question of the podcast. Very important. You got to ask it last time. I want to ask it this time. <laughs> I've been mentally preparing for this. Okay, I think so. This is the Docs and Crocs podcast. Yeah. I am Docs. I'm Crocs. He is Crocs. You are. What, I mean, f- what footwear do you identify as? What are your shoe nouns? I'm wearing lots of ox these days. Lots of lots of Oxford shoes. <gasps> I'm in the ox. Oh my, that is fantastic. Yeah. Docs, Crocs, wow. and ox. So I'm, uh, you know, I go to work most days, and I've had this pair. Of, these are Clarks. I've had. Do you, should I get them up of for the course. camera? Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, you get them up for the flexible? camera. There you go. Oh, there you go. Finder, hundred dollars. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> oh no, that clip's going on feed finder. <laughs> That's how we're paying our bills. This oh no. <laughs> uh, our uh, our spot our uh, Spotify for podcasters balance just went from twenty cents to twenty grand. <laughs> wow. This is this is a dark day. Yeah. So uh, I. These were these were a gift from my from my wonderful, lovely, thoughtful wife. She's she's such a good gift giver. Really? Yeah, she always has been. Our first Christmas, so I paint miniatures oh. for tabletop games. Nice. So like D and D stuff. Like uh, I've done a little bit of D and D, mostly Warhammer. Okay. So I I started buying Warhammer in high school. So like 2010, 2011. For people who don't know what Warhammer is. Right. Warhammer is a scheme of the British Isles to suck children of as much money as possible. Perfect. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's a uh, imagine imagine chess meets risk meets Starcraft. And I, I'm stealing that description from the owner of the local Warhammer brand store um, on the west side of town. He's a really nice okay. guy. Um, but it's it's part D and D. It's part. Um, it's it's part uh, it's part risk. So it, imagine go, taking turns moving an army back and forth. Yeah. Either trying to you know destroy all of your enemy's units, capture objectives, fulfill certain victory conditions. But the whole idea of it is that none of it's not like playing. It's not like playing uh, Monopoly, right? Monopoly, the pieces are in the box. You just take them out. They're set up. They're ready to go. Ostensibly, you could paint your Monopoly pieces. But the whole part of the hobby is you take everything comes on a little plastic set so and they're all parts and so you have to glue it and assemble it and then it's unpainted so then you have to paint it yeah um and the uh the the more time has gone by the more i the less i find time to actually play the game because it's like playing a, a a board game you know like uh Catan yeah. or uh, is it one of those ones where like you set it up and your friends could play for weeks? Not not like, you for could weeks. Keep coming back and revisiting. Yeah, it, not and it stays set up on the kitchen table not until quite, your wife screams at you. Not quite Axis and Allies <laughs> levels of of that commitment. Um, more like get together for an afternoon oh, okay. over beers and pretzels kind of game. Like okay. spend three or four hours playing, um, and then the and then you know you're the 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 best part of it is getting great big fistfuls of dice to do things with like see hacking your opponent to pieces or shooting them to bits i 
I've never been like a D&D guy yeah. or like a tabletop it's like fun. that kind of thing. But I love the idea of owning hundreds of multicolored dice. Yes. Yes. So I I don't know. I've thought about applying it just to my life. Yeah. I carried it, like when I was a kid, I actually did this. I carried around a little leather bag with dice in it. Did you decide people's fate? I try I you know, I liked to think that I was. Chance. Yeah. Like we'll choose. You know, a girl would come up to me in third grade and be like, Hey, you wanna kiss on the playground? I'd be like, let's roll for it. <laughs> Not it's today, honey. To do, 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 do. Not today, honey. Sorry. The dice say I have to go, go, uh, go down the slide three more times. That's roll, right. roll for flirt, roll for flirtation. <laughs> roll for flirtation. Nat fifteen. Now you gotta have an eighteen or higher. That's a that's <laughs> a that's a charisma check. Easy. I was when you were explaining what you were explaining. I was looking for. I have like a set. In here somewhere, yeah. that's like it's a uh, it's a Death Star and it's a Star Destroyer. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, it's like a miniature model, oh. like hundreds of pieces that you have to put so, together and then paint. Got it. So uh, you may this Star Wars X Wing is in a lot of has been in a lot of stores for a while. If you if you I've go seen to that at Barnes shop, and Noble, yeah, Barnes and Noble, a lot of comic shops will carry it. That one's a ton of fun. Yeah, um, that one is. I think one of the better, more streamlined games because okay. everything's painted out of the box. So it's not like I have, you know, I have this horde of bland gray, unpainted models, and you have all these beautiful custom hand painted pieces, and it's not as fun because there's not as much imagination on the table. Yes, yeah. but X Wing's really easy to get into. But my wife bought me an air compressor and an airbrush Ooh. our first Christmas together because wow. I was like, what do you, you know, we're, we're dating, we're getting to know each other. What do you do? I paint models. You know, I do it, I do it by hand. I put on base coats with a rattle can, but I'd really like an airbrush. And you know, she, you found a, she found one and it works great. I keep them in my garage. That's fantastic. Uh, I don't get much time with it these days. You know, the, the hobby, the, the dad with a hobby life. Hey, yes. On that note, uh, dad with a hobby life. So I uh, am an actor. Yeah. And this year I have plans to not only be in a couple of films, but make a couple. So Whoa. if I ever need like something miniature blown up, ooh, maybe we could uh, maybe we could team up. You know, I uh, I haven't I haven't put my painting skills into into. Um, into scenes. Yeah, I mean, so no, I haven't done any buildings yet. It's it's time. It's time. Yeah, it's time. And it's we'll just buy some M80s and we'll it's just time blow for it to the paper smithereens. mache. Yeah, the paper mache must die. Yeah, yeah. Or we could do what uh, Nolan, Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan is making that movie Oppenheimer. Just buy the or like uh, Dunkirk. Just buy the actual boats and planes. Yeah. Did you hear how? Uh, did you hear how Nolan like the the nuke in that movie is is a practical effect. Right. Yes. It's and like I saw like a behind the scenes about it. They pretty much blew up. They pretty much made a bomb that's not nuclear and blew it up. That was that was a good choice on their part. I, I'm just like, at, w at what point? <laughs> Christopher Nolan's on another level. Do you think that like 14 year old Nolan was like, you know, one day. I'm going to bomb New Mexico <laughs> for 
for a movie. Are they filming here? I imagine they probably are. I don't know. I don't know where they blew up the bomb, but they literally made like they made an explosion to replicate the nuclear explosion. Yeah. But obviously, you know, nobody could get hurt. But like they built a bomb. Have you been down to the Trinity site? I have not. It's it's pretty impressive. It's open two days a year, mm-hmm. which for some of the, for some people who do GPS games on their phone, it becomes like geocaching. So yeah, geocachers, but also it was it was the one that Niantic made before Pokemon Go. That oh. was their kind of prototype for having a location based game. You. It was sort of a territory control. Anyway, you'd see these. I, I went once during undergrad, and you'd see guys, and they've got this like four foot antenna just to be a, just to get signal out because you're on a you're on white sands right you're, you're on a military installation to get signal down to this site that way they can play a phone game insanity yeah wow. the, the the only one I, I never played pokemon go i played uh the harry potter version yeah wizards unite yeah and i thought that was going to be like the ish i was like this is so sick i it's, was the only one this I is it I was, I, yeah just I, you yeah I mean, all of my friends at that time were like, I only had church friends at that time. So the amount of people who were also playing this Harry Potter game were very few. Mm-hmm. I was the only, I was the, <laughs> I'm the college pastor. I'm the college pastor walking around the church trying to find wizards to fight. <laughs> and the rest of the kids are like, my parents never let me watch it. Same. So, same. Still I, haven't seen Harry Potter to this day. Eventually, I gave up. I haven't seen, did you, did you play, um, uh, What's the new one? What's the new? The, the Is there another new, one? There, no, there's a brand new console Hogwarts game. Oh, Legacy. Oh, Hogwarts Legacy. Legacy. Yeah, yeah. No, I have not played Hogwarts Legacy. The reason for that goes back to the whole dads with a hobby thing. Yes. I play so little video games now. It'd be like that. I bought a PS5. It's sitting right there. I got the PS5 on invitation from Sony. I like... Instead of trying to like get it from a scalper, I like submitted for an invitation, wow. and then there was like a day when Sony like sent me an email. I was like, "You can buy a PlayStation tomorrow between two and four p.m." And I like did it. I've I've barely played on it. Costco, as of a couple of weeks ago, had them for the 100, hundred bucks off. Golly, yeah. Golly. I saved up tips for a year. Dude. I paid in cash. Dollar, dollar bill. Cash well, by money. I paid in cash. I mean, I put the money in my bank account, and, yeah. then, I, right, right. and then I bought yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you turned you turned paper into a spreadsheet. Exactly. That's exactly what I did. He's so precise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, so Jonathan and I we play Valheim on the computer whenever we get a chance, which is like once a week. Nice. I play God of War on the PS4. So I'm still playing PS4 games. Here's the funny thing. I'm playing. God of War on my PS4, mm-hmm. but I'm playing The Last of Us Part 1 on the PS5. The Last of Us Part 1 is very, very good. It is very it's good. It's surprisingly good. I haven't played a Naughty Dog game since Uncharted 3. Well, Is that two. what The Last of Us is? Is that a Naughty Dog game? I think so. Or is it... It's not Insomniac. I don't know. No, I don't think... No, it's not no. Insomniac. I know that one. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. I don't know either. But now I can't remember. But yeah. Ryan, yeah. this guy is the reason why I'm so competitive at video games. So now you know who to blame when I beat you at another video game. It's a family tradition that the older siblings have to thrash 
the younger ones until they can fend for themselves. You have inadvertently <laughs> created a monster. Caused me so much agony. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how many problems you've caused me. Is this the real reason I was invited to be here? <laughs> this is the real reason. You can come out from behind the couch. Get him now. <laughs> um, no, John, that's like the thing. <laughs> Keith even said it the other day. Keith said it at work because I beat Jonathan at something random. Okay. And he was like, isn't that the first game you've ever beat Jonathan at? And I was like, oh, okay. Jeezy. It's, it's very rare. I think I've beat him at like one or two mobile games ever. Mm. But everything, he's just, Jonathan has this level of like annoying precision just built <laughs> into him. Everything, it has, like, we're going to, like, okay, difference between Jonathan and I. We're going to both log in to play Valheim. Okay. Well, I've been at work all day. I've been with my daughter, my wife. Yep. When I finally get to play Valheim, it's like, okay, now I'm in Valheim mode. He's been in Valheim mode for the past three days, planning out everything that we're going to do when we play, how we're going to do it, how long it's going to take to get there, the materials we're going to need, mm -hmm. the steps that he's going to give me, the tasks mm -hmm. that he's outlined. So I sit down to play, and he's like, here's what we're doing today. I need you to go over there. I need you to get 600 wood. We need 500 brass nails. I need you to get 200 dwarf eyes. No, stop. Go over there. Don't die. The bees are going to kill you. And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> and then he's like, why is your reaction time so slow? And I'm like, because this is the first time I've thought about this in 13 hours. Are, are you familiar with the 10,000 hour rule? I don't. Well, I've heard that. Okay. The, the, the idea is, the hypothesis is, is that to become a professional in a skill, in a task, yeah. you need about 10,000 hours to do it. Okay. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book. It's called Outliers. And he talks about the Beatles practicing in Hamburg, Germany. They played nights in this rinky-dink bar because that was the work they could get, but they would only book them for seven, eight hours a time. So they'd, st they'd come on the stage at, I can't remember, let's say 8 o'clock at mm -hmm. night, and they'd go home at 4 in the morning. And that was their life for three years. And, you know, if you, you do it up, it's like 9,000 and change hours. But the I, this was before they, you know, came back to England, started recording yeah. albums. And the idea was is that that was the crucible that made them the tight music outfit that they were as far as ability. Wow. Um, and so our Hamburg, Germany was I the see. second floor of our aunt and uncle's Georgia home yep. in 99 degree, 99 percent humidity weather. Yep, playing you name it, Super Smash Brothers, 007, Mario Kart. Yeah, it, Mario I Party. See. Yeah. See, I didn't have. First it was of all, literally sweaty. First of all, I didn't have any older siblings. I was the oldest. Okay. And my younger siblings are way too far for me in age. Secondly, I had those parents that like, if I went into my room and played my PlayStation mm -hmm. for more than 30 minutes, and my mom started to do dishes, my PlayStation was gone for a month. Like, I would just get... So I couldn't get good at video games. Yeah. Mm. And I also only got consoles, like, years after they came out. Yeah. So other kids had, like, Xboxes, PlayStations, every Halo game. By the time I started playing Halo, every kid on the block was already a damn genius. Yeah. So I would go over to my friends' houses, and they'd be like, we're going to play Halo. And I'd be like, sick. Again? And then I would just get absolutely racked. Ugh. Just absolutely trashed. So I never got a chance to get good. Get this. 
I didn't play online Call of Duty. Whoa. Until I was 19 years old. Wow. Whoa. Wow. 19. I started playing online. This this is especially interesting because it seems like there's been a spat of nostalgia for Xbox 360 era. Oh, yeah. Call of Duties on Xbox Live. And I think, uh, bro, that was high school 2 a.m. for me. See, I, I couldn't, I, I never got to pull any. So I'm one of those guys that I've had to like live out my childhood and my adulthood. Yeah. So it's like when we, when my wife and I got married, there were like two stipulations. We're like, you know, we're buying a house, we're yep. buying furniture, we're like going through that whole thing. And I was like, baby, there's two things. There I, are two things that I absolutely I need. need. I need to buy a PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to buy Philips Hue light bulbs so that I can change the color of the lights throughout <laughs> our whole house. <laughs> that is all I'm asking for. And she she said, yeah. So we have Philips Hue bulbs, and I had a PlayStation 4. But I like bought the PlayStation 4 literally... A thousand years after it came out, I I owned the PlayStation One, but only because my uncle like bought it from some guy on the street when I was nice. like twelve. I had a PlayStation One, a PlayStation Two, which my parents sold when they needed money. I never had the PS Three, and I didn't have a PS Four till I was nineteen. Mm. And my roommate bought it, and that's when I started playing Call of Duty Ghosts online. Whoa! And then I rebought my own PlayStation Four at twenty five years old when my wife and I got married. Wow. 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 24. See, we were we were Nintendo kids. Yeah. I remember growing up watching Daniel play the Nintendo 64, watching him play Paper Mario as well as Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah. And the only way I would beat a level is if I watched Daniel beat the level and then I could beat the level after he did it. But if he sometimes I would be out doing something playing baseball and I would come back and Daniel would be at a completely different part of the game. <laughs> and it'd be like th slapping me around, putting a blindfold <laughs> you on. You missed me, the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, I missed the tutorial. And so, hey, man, I couldn't make it to class today. Can I see your notes? <laughs> God, dude, you weren't there. You but weren't see, there, th dude. this is exactly what I'm talking about. See, see, Mom, this is what you did. Now I have a Nintendo, as an adult, I have a Nintendo 64, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. The Nintendo Switch is supposed to be over there, but it's not hooked up right now. I got the gaming laptop over there. I, As an adult, I was like, I need all the things that I couldn't have as a child. And so for the first few years of our marriage, like that was me. Yeah. My wife would call me out all the time because I would always say these words. I would say, I've just always wanted. Ooh. I've just always wanted blank. Ooh. I don't say it anymore. I have, th this is going to be kind of a, this is, sounds like a cocky thing to say, okay. but it's it's more of a it's more of a mental health statement. I have everything I want now. <laughs> yeah, I have every gaming cause. I don't have Xbox. I don't have an Xbox. You don't need Xbox. I that's the thing. Yeah, I I don't feel like I'm a PlayStation snob, but I I kind of do. I mean, you turned me on to like PC games. I was only a console guy before John. When do, how long have you had your laptop for? About a year. Oh. Yeah. Wow. A year and a half. Was that the first computer that you bought specifically to play video games? It's the, it is the only computer I have ever had that is capable <laughs> of playing video games. Got it. Okay. Yes. I've had computers. My, I had like this old brick laptop a long time ago. When I was like 16 years old, I had this brick of a laptop yeah. that I 
pirated a version of Minecraft onto. <laughs> and it was like a version of Minecraft that could never be updated. So it was the original Minecraft. Yeah. And then as Minecraft like updated, I was still playing like OG Minecraft. And I literally played it until the computer ran out of space. Wow. Like I built too much in Minecraft. That the computer's like, we can't run it anymore. No more. Yeah, and that was as close. And then every other computer I've ever had was like a, you know, didn't have that kind of a graphics card in it. It was just right. for like Word, right? Spreadsheets. It's a, it's an email and and uh, typey thing. Yeah. So this is this laptop that I was like a Razer, whatever. It's like a twenty five hundred dollar laptop, but I could still cook an egg on it when I'm running Valheim mm. because I'm running like dual displays. Every port is filled. Spicy boy. It's a hot. It's a hot one. Yeah. So I have to like go into the thing. Luckily, you can like clock the fans up real high. So I'm in here. My headphones are on. So all Jonathan hears is me. But I hear. <laughs> Every time. So, but it's a blast. I freaking love it. So, but I, you know, I would, I would get a, I would get a, I would get an original Xbox, just to play the first. Halo, just so that we could have Warthog Wars in Blood Gulch. That'd be my whole thing. It doesn't have to be that way anymore. I think you could... I I don't know the lengths that you'd have to go to, but I think Halo Halo Combat Evolved had a PC port when it a few years after it came out. Oh. And I think maybe if you did some virtual local network voodoo, you might be able to set up I'm a... I'm into voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's deeply concerning. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got you on this podcast. Oh, um, didn't didn't Halo? Didn't they release a new Halo just like two years ago, and it came out on Steam, didn't it? Um, Halo Master Chief Collection. I think it's Halo One, Two, and Three, and ODST. Yeah, so you can get One, Two, Three, Reach, ODST, and then the and then Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite is the newest. That's the brand one. new. That's the Halo. one that I. That's the one I thought I was going to get and like stream and yeah. I never did. So yeah, you, you can play pretty much all of them now on Steam, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we could just play on Steam. We could. Yeah. Sweet. I have I really fond nostalgic memories with that. It's, I Yeah. Blood Gulch as a... I, I remember seeing Halo for the first time in like... I don't remember the year that Halo came out. So I'm going to say it was like 2001, 2002 there was a big family day on base and they had one of the it was in this huge park and they set up a bunch of TVs and Xboxes in the I don't know in the event space that was indoors and I you know I'm maybe seven or eight like oh they've got video games over there that's huge i I like those so trot on over what's this it's halo that transformed your whole life i'm sure yeah yeah that was it was pretty it was pretty slick i hadn't seen anything like that i remember in virginia when Jesse would stay the night over. Oh, yeah. How you would run the Ethernet cable from our bedroom yeah. all the way down the hall into your bedroom yeah. so that you could play Xbox Live. So the, the networking setup was we... we So this was Halo 3 comes out like 06, 07. We had gotten... We, we had just gotten DSL internet. We had been on dial-up 
from like 04 to 06. See, I don't remember wow. any of this. You don't remember a time before I, DSL. I, I don't remember I don't remember dial up. It's at better. All. It's better this way. So the, the yeah, the modem was on the other side of the house in the office above the garage and the only other phone jack which could in theory reach to my bedroom where we had my buddy's Xbox 360 plugged into the TV was the phone jack in their bedroom, which was just on the other side of the wall from me, on the down, just down the hallway. So we take the phone jack, plug it into the wall. It was it was the in the phone cord, the dial-up cord was like ah uh, 10, 12 feet. Yeah. And we'd run it down the hallway and then plug that into the modem, modem power into the wall, and then short like standard out of the box three foot ethernet cable <laughs> from the modem to the xbox i have one of those yeah i have a two and a half foot ethernet cable oh my it's gosh i <laughs> the first time i realized they made ethernet cables longer than three feet changed my world do you see this white cable right here oh you see that white cord yeah that is a 100 foot good night cord good night. that is running through the whole house <laughs> to the far corner where our boxes are hidden behind the couch. Yeah. And that's where it is. And I tucked it bah, 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 through all the like floorboards all the way in here. Yeah. I, I had a buddy who it ran from like the living room and he put his through the ductwork. Okay. So I think they I don't I don't I guess they had a had an attic space and they just ran it through the attic and then down through event just yeah, like that that was my experience so my experience with blood gulch so at one time in my life i lived with this family that had yeah. a bunch of kids and the dad was like a construction guy okay and so he kept like building add-ons to his house and they had like done all the so they had like eight or nine kids everyone had their own bedroom Whoa. i was staying in their finished like transformed garage so they turned their garage into another bedroom with another door um, so like, wasn't a garage door. It was just another like normal door. Mm -hmm. And every single one of us had an Xbox, like an original Xbox, in our room, like the OG Xbox, huge, black and, and green. Yes, and they had a thing in the in the attic, and every single one of us had a line running to our bedrooms, so all of us could play local. Yeah. Call of wow. Duty, but yeah. nobody was screen watching. Yes. Everyone had their own screen. And so there'd be like eight or nine of us in this lobby, two people in warthogs on either side of Blood Gulch, the rest of us on the sidelines with uh, cannons, mm -hmm. with rocket launchers. And the two people would rev the the warthogs at each other and then when they would hit in the middle they would both fly into the air <laughs> and our job was to try to rocket them down <laughs> and if you rocketed somebody if you blew them nice. out of the warthog you got to take over the warthog Whoa. so that was warthog wars and that's how we would we would all go to we would like go to work we would do like crappy like roofing all day so like scraping off old roofing yeah. like tar flat roofs we'd come home covered in like insulation and tar and then we would sit for like four hours and play warthog wars incredible and then we would scrounge up change and we would walk to a nearby 7-eleven get double big gulps refilled because we would save the cups yes we would sir. get double big gulps of mountain dew Woo. and that would be your drink for the next like 24 hours hallelujah so i drank mountain dew by the like liter <laughs> For a year and a half until my body started rejecting sugar. 
<laughs> that's magical. Please, please, boss. I'm tired. So, that's my story. Mm. Do you mm. find uh, this is something that I've noticed in my own life? More of your stories start with "I remember." Oh, a hundred percent. Or when I. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because oh. now I don't. Yeah, all of my stories. Yeah, are like nowadays. I'm like, don't don't ask me anything. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want anybody to know what I'm doing now. Let me tell you what I did back in the day. That's why every, yeah, That's why older people are always telling far, far back stories. Because they're like, now I want to mind your own damn business. I want peace and quiet. I don't want you to know anything I'm doing. Give me my land, my guns, and my Bible and go the hell away. <laughs> but I'll tell you back when I was your age. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there, there's a certain point where none of your stories are about what's present. I, you know what I think another big part of that is, though, to be real for a second. Most of my stories now aren't about me. Yes. Yes. Like, now my stories are about like, my wife, my daughter, like work, my friends. It's like this is what we're doing. There's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of what I'm doing anymore. Right. Uh, what I was doing was back in the day yeah. when it was just me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I could. I mean, you were just a crazy person because there was no accountability. Like, nobody was relying on you to pay taxes or anything. You're just jumping off at buildings and trying to hold your breath for a long time underwater. Like, I don't know. Now it's like... (laughs) I mean, Jonathan went skydiving a few weeks ago. It's like, I'm not jumping out of a damn plane. I have a baby. It's a wonderful time. You know? And and you kind of touched on this, and I I know I have my experience of what it was like growing up and moving a bunch, but you were... You're six years older than me, right? Seven. Seven years older than me. And so I'm sure you had a lot more experience with moving around, but how do you feel like that's affected you growing up and establishing your own family after moving around a whole lot and living in, let's see, you've lived in Alaska, Alabama, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Texas, and here. Yeah, seven states. Seven states. So how do you feel like that's gone into you as a person? When I was finishing when I uh when I was <laughs> when I when I was getting when I was wrapping up high school, I thought I am so done with finding a new city to live in. Yeah. I mean, the finding part was never my responsibility. So it's not like that was my job, but I I realized how disinterested I was in the high school. I'm getting out of here, man. I'm going to blow this popsicle stand, make a name for myself somewhere out west. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I sounded when I was younger. (laughs) You know what, man? I'm getting out of here. You guys, you guys are lame. You guys suck. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say you lived in six states? Seven. Seven. You have me beat by one. I've lived in six. Whoa. What's your list? uh, I was born in New Jersey. We lived in upstate New York. We lived in Pennsylvania for a year and a half. I've lived in Arizona, New Mexico, and I lived in Oklahoma by myself for a while. Where the wind goes sweeping down the plane. We would sing that every morning when we woke up. It's mandatory? Yeah, you have to do it or else they kick you out. I didn't do it one day and they kicked me out. That's how I got back here. Banished. Banished. But yeah, those are the six. I've moved across the country three times. Yeah. And this is just where I got stuck. I learned the value of a handheld video game. There you go. Early. Early, early. I, uh, so, um... 
back to the experience of moving. So do you remember when we bought the DS Lite in the mall in Virginia? It was like, was it after an orthodontist appointment? Of course. Because that was the, <laughs> that was the only time we went to the mall. It's the only time we could be at the mall. Yeah. Because the mall was an hour away. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah so and we got Pokemon. Di- uh, we got Diamond. We got Diamond. And yeah. we got Castlevania. Yes. Yeah, we we also had Brain Age and anyway. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what are you <laughs> nerds talking about? <laughs> I, I have the, I have the, I have an perfect snapshot captured memory of of our mom walking up to the counter and asking the clerk i want to buy a ds which one has the longest battery life (laughs) full stop no other qualifications (laughs) now what what are people buying what do you like tell me (laughs) i've got a car full of three boys (laughs) and this battery has to last them not charging it, them forgetting to charge it, <laughs> and us driving seven hours in a car <laughs> in the near future. Yeah. So uh, what was the experience like? I I really craved permanency yeah. and stability. It made me it made me just want to stay here and figure out what I was going to do for a a a profession, you know, go, go, that's what going to school, going to college, my, my goal was always, this is just a means for me to do something else. Right. I wasn't there, you know, I'm going to find myself at college. I'm just, I just need a new friend group. <laughs> I am going to reinvent myself. This is the easiest way for me to get to the point where I am working the job that I want to work. Right. Um, not that, not that I live to work, but I thought, you know, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life doing something, here's what I'm going to do. Um, and I thought, you know what? UNM's giving me a good deal. I'm going to do UNM. Mm-hmm. And from the rest of it, it was just what's going to be the best thing for me to do, mm-hmm. to do law school, to work. And I never, I've never really thought about wanting, you know, to have the out-of-state I'm out of state tuition experience, mm-hmm. the 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 guaranteed fifty grand a semester lifestyle yeah, for no. just tuition. Um, in now as an adult, I'm you know you're almost thirty. I I will be the thirty year old boomer in it's April. It are April. you? Are we the same age? Yeah, ninety three. Ninety four. You're twenty nine. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yep. Just a couple old timers over there hanging right. out with the Crocs. <laughs> That's right. Just a couple old timers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you're so. I think we we didn't say anything about this. You're a lawyer. I am an attorney. Yeah, I'm a so lawyer. So in case, wow, I was pretty late in the podcast to mention this, but he's in a. We have a. We have the law I, on the podcast I, now. I mentioned it at the beginning when I called him a jurist doctor. Okay, I didn't know what a jurist doctor was. I forgot to ask about that. Yeah, Did you make that word up, or is that no, a, no, 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 that's a legit thing? That's that, what that's, that's like a like a an MD is a medical doctor. And yeah, attorneys are jurist doctors, doctors of law. But Wait, is it a JD? It is. Yeah, I never it's, heard that before. Yeah, it's wow. It's not. It's not cool to call yourself a doctor as an attorney, though. That's frowned upon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because then people are like, my son is dying. And you're like, I can tell you legally what you're... 
actually, if you tell me your son's dying, I'll probably send you a bill. Wow. That's what attorneys You do. heard it here first, <laughs> folks. All right. So, so as a lawyer. Yeah. As an attorney. Yeah. Um, how illegal is it? <laughs> Great way to start a question. How illegal is it for me to attach machine guns Ooh. to my car? Ooh, to your car? Yeah. Tell us how illegal that is. Like, what are the what are uh, the ramifications there? The best part of, of an attorney <laughs> is the way you tell people, yeah, I have no idea. And it's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really... I'd have to look into that. Okay. I'd I'm trying to, to think of other things. Here's what I'm trying to think of right now. Here's what yeah. I really want to ask you. I want to ask about the things that, like, we probably do all the time yeah. that are technically, like illegal but are more frowned upon it's like the spitting on the steps of a courthouse kind of stuff oh yeah is that, that a thing is that a law uh somewhere so yes some pl- some states had laws against spitting in public places be- oh, that okay. were passed during times of spanish spanish flu what about what about those laws that are like i think it's in like florida or california or somewhere where it's like it's literally illegal to transport an ice cream cone in your pocket Whoa. Like laws like that, Whoa. like those like outdated laws that nobody's really yeah. like. As an attorney, yeah, is there any like could somebody actually get in trouble for any of those things? Like you ever see them on social media? You see like the ridiculous laws by oh, yeah, state, yeah, 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 yeah. like you're not yeah. allowed to wear a sombrero in a bank, like yeah. those types of things. Like, is there any reality to that? Like, is could you ever have a case for anything like that? Well, the laws on the books, so yeah. Since it's it, a real law, since like, it's a real law, it could be enforced. the que- The question of a law is always who's going to enforce it. Yeah, because because really, it just becomes a question of resources, right? Who are you gonna Who's gonna go and pick you up for for carrying an ice cream cone in your pocket? I mean, that's if it's a if it's a crime, right? That means you got to have a you got to have a police officer who's gonna come and find you yeah he's going to have to arrest you book you charge you submit it for prosecution at the local district attorney or you know whatever the body is that actually prosecutes laws in that area and you're you're not a defense attorney no so i've i've been out of law school for four years okay so i worked for uh, uh, under just under three years as a as a state prosecutor um, in Albuquerque, and okay. the, and now I do civil defense. So ba- ba- that means that my my job I I represent businesses. Oh okay yeah. So uh, oh, okay that's it. So well let's just pretend for a second. Just pretend. That I do get picked up for c- transporting an ice cream cone in my pocket. Uh-huh. And I ask you to defend me. Uh-huh. What's your first course of action? How do you defend me transporting an ice cream cone in my pocket illegally? Well, every it's every every case, right? Especially criminal cases, right? Everything is a is, this is criminal. Is ultimately, <laughs> is ultimately about what can you get in front of a jury? Yeah. Right. So you're going to pull my phone records or no? Probably. I mean, I might. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> might. Just to show that I'm like a good dad. Be like, look how often he calls his wife to talk to his daughter when he's at work. Because he, that's what he does instead of carrying ice cream cones. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, 
there, there's plenty of ways to defend a criminal case, right? Yeah. You can say, he didn't do it, right? right? It wasn't an ice cream cone. Or it was just something creamy in his face. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the cone. Just it was just the cone, right? So it doesn't meet the definition oh, okay. of what the of what the law prohibits. Yeah. Um, you could say that it even you know I don't know maybe somebody made you carry an ice cream cone in your pocket. You had no choice. Somebody put a gun to your head <laughs> and said, "Put the ice cream cone in your pocket, man." Wow. Or, or the I don't know. Or the or the. Or the soda soda jerk counter person gets it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, in other words, if you're listening, if you get picked up for carrying an ice cream cone in your pocket, we've got the guy who will defend you. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> he signs <laughs> off immediately. Like, I don't whoa, know about that. Whoa, whoa. I don't know about that, Chief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we... Um, oh, also, another important question. As an attorney. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just have to preface it, like right? That. Because I mean, you you went you did the time in law school, you know. So as somebody who went to law school, uh-huh. who who you know knows the law, that I'm there's n- knowing the law means a lot. There's a lot of law. You know a lot of law. There's some law. He, you know some law. I I know I know a law or two. He knows a law I or could, two. I could name a law. <laughs> <laughs> hey, name a law real quick. Just name one. Controlled Substances Act. Wow. That was huge. Wow. That was big. Did okay, so as someone who understands the Controlled Substances Act. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I know a law. <laughs> as somebody who knows of laws. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> Does pineapple go on pizza? Ooh. Uh, I'm asking you as an attorney. As an attorney? Yeah. It's not prohibited. Damn. There you go, guys. It's the, not prohibited. That's the hot take. There's nothing stopping you. <laughs> that's the Frank's, that's the Frank's red hot take of the day. It's I, not prohibited. <laughs> I enjoy Okay, pineapple. favorite toppings on a pizza. Like, What is your go-to toppings on a pizza? Legally. Legally, <laughs> um, I have to throw it in there. There's a if if you're go, if you're if you're pushing the envelope on salty, pepperoni and jalapenos. Oh, heck yeah. is yes. underrated. I think amazing. I think that the the jalapeno game pickled is, jalapenos, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, is undervalued. It's uh, it's it's a sleeper. That and pineapple is like one of my favorite yeah. trifectas. Nice. Because then you've got like, yeah, you've got salt, yes. spice, yes. Mm-hmm. and then you've got a little bit of sweet to kind of clean it off. Perfect. To mm-hmm. polish it off at the end. My my favorite cured deli meat for topping is ham. Oh, okay. I, I think ham gets really good mileage. I think it's it's a little more filling. It's got a little more chew and body to it mm-hmm. than the pepperoni. Agreed. Is he an attorney or is he a connoisseur of meats? <laughs> <laughs> He's a deli meat connoisseur. I've never heard anybody say that ham gets real good mileage. <laughs> <laughs> that ham, hey, baby, that ham's getting 30 to the gallon. <laughs> I, as, a, as a dad, when I, uh, so I had to, I had to do, some, do some work on the car, needed a new PCV valve, needed an oil change, and the first PC valve I put in, it was it was the it was the Amazon Chinese special. It was gotcha. Yeah, not 
not worth it. And so I bucked up, paid the extra, I paid the 40 bucks to get the real OEM option. Yeah. Dude, do, do you check your mileage when you fill up your gas tank? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. If an attorney tells me that I should be checking my <laughs> mileage when I fill up my gas tank, no, I don't. What yeah. is the correlation between filling up and your... You just check in how your mileage is doing, you know? Just see it's, you know, a good a good indicator of the health of your engine. Oh, Maybe, yeah. So, well, in my car, so I have one of those cars that, like, it, every time I fill up, yeah. it shows me, according to how I've been driving, yeah. approximately how far I can go on that tank again. Yeah. So, like, it'll be anywhere between 420 miles yeah. to, like, 360 miles, depending on how I've been driving. Okay, yeah. okay. What you can also do is you can check your trip odometer, mm-hmm. right? So if you reset it every time you fill up your gas, when you fill up your gas, you divide miles by the number of gallons that you put right. in, and then you just check your mi- your okay. MPG. Dude, when I went from the Chinese special to the to the yeah factory choice, watching it go from like 24, 27, 28 was a moment when I realized, oh man. Wow. Oh, man. You really saw like a jump. No, yeah, yeah. I, okay, dang. Yeah, it was, I, I, working on cars, even just basic maintenance, I'm not, I'm not the YouTube content video creator out there who goes and pulls some 1980-something out of a barn, <laughs> restores it, and then flips it for yeah. tens of thousands of dollars. Not me, but just changing oil, spark plugs, filters, rotating your own tires, just the catharsis of the physical labor of having something that I do that's tied to I did it with my hands. Yeah. It's it feels it feels great. And then to see the economic payoff of it's free I, real estate. It's free, dude. It's free. <laughs> and I and I know I know what the condition of my car is in. I don't have to assume that oil loop shop guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, there are horror stories out there of people. Oh, for sure. I, I'm getting to the point now. Like, I know how to, um, like, I kind of, I, you know, I've switched out batteries. Yeah. I know how to change a tire. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Uh, recently, I had to put a new serpentine belt on my wife's Jeep. Yeah. Which, it, the, then it, it shredded. Ooh. Not because it, it, it drove for about two weeks and then it shredded. It's not because I put the serpentine belt on wrong, but because the, uh, the tensioner pulley was old. Yeah. And so they had to, we actually had to bring it into the shop and they had to like put new pulleys on. Yeah. But, um, that's kind of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I can, yeah, the tires, I mean, the pull, yeah. you know, that whole deal. Um, but cars, I wish I was better. I would like to get better. I'm, but what I was saying is I'm moving into that s- s- part of life now yeah. where I'm like, uh, we're going to do it. Yeah. Because we've had so many cars. When we were about to take our trip yeah. out to L.A., yeah. I waited until the last minute to get my oil changed. I was going to change it myself, but I was like, oh, I just I waited till the last minute. It was the day. I was like, let's just get it changed before we go. Mm-hmm. They charged me $91. Good night. For full synthetic. 
Now, usually it's a little bit pre- like usually there's like a blend, the synthetic blend option, which is a little bit less expensive. Then you have a coupon. Yeah. But they're like, yeah, we only have for your vehicle, we only have the full. Synthetic. Of course they do. So I was like, are you freaking? So that was like it. I was like, I'm changing our oil from now on. I'm never going anywhere ever again. Yeah. Um, but you know whose car you need to take a look at? Yeah. He's John. Oh? <laughs> you need to take a look at Jonathan's car. It runs fine. Okay. It runs fine. Uh-oh. It's fine. There two, there, it's here are my fine. two things. Okay. When we leave work at the end of the day, uh huh. we walk out to our vehicles. We get into our vehicles. By the time my seatbelt clicks in, he's gone. Boom. Like He gets in, turns it on, puts it in gear drives. Like It's <laughs> so immediate. And I'm like... Bro, I don't think your car has time to even get the crust out of its eyes <laughs> before he's down the road. And then one time we got in the car together to go to to that Sprouts nearby to get sushi. It was like $5 sushi day. Mm-hmm. And we got in your car and you turned it on and it was like... <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus. This is it. It's His fine. His car makes such it's loud noises. Fine. I, so you picked up all of the video game stuff from Daniel, but none of the automotive stuff. Car car noises. That's a that's that's a that's a magic. I am so I I started watching a bunch of car YouTube in yeah. the last couple of months as background noise, and you know guys are out here. We just you know we're just gonna tear it up at the track today, and you know <laughs> the montage of them going flat out, 120 miles an hour, tires screaming around the bend, and they come back in and they're, do you hear that? No, I don't, dude. Yeah, <laughs> tell me what it is, please. <laughs> I need you to be the engine whisperer right now. My favorite of those ones where like the guy they'll record the video and the guy's holding two wrenches behind his back. Yeah. And I'll have his buddy like start up his car or yeah. his motorcycle and he'll just be going clink 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 behind his back <laughs> and then he turns it off and he stops. And they just, you know, for like an hour just cannot figure out what it is because the one guy's just clink 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 That's dirty move. So I'm I'm waiting for my uh, I'm waiting for my moment to pull one of those, but yeah, it's 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 one of those things, right, where you can separate and have that self-sufficiency. Yeah. The more self-sufficiency skills you can have. Yeah. Do it. The better you are. Do you know how to bleed brakes? Uh, do I know how? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever have ha- I'm I'm trying to I I did brake pads once on my golf and I'm trying to think whether or not I bled the brakes. I don't think I I don't think I did, but most hydraulic systems it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. So same principle, like if you had to bleed the master clutch cylinder on a on a standard transmission, right? You need so you, you need to be able to get to the actual part where you do the bleeding. So it's usually like a little nozzle that you mm-hmm. just slip a wrench over. Wrench goes over it. You push the pedal all the way in. That way it creates pressure in the system. You open it until it finishes getting whatever out mm-hmm. and then you close it and then you take your foot off the pedal and then you, you sometimes you have to pump the pedal that way it creates more pressure because it's yeah. all fluid this all sounds fluid. like a this sounds like a car guy trying to explain the birds and the bees to his <laughs> child for the first time all right buddy listen you know you, you know you, you you push the pedal and you create some pressure till it finishes you know what i mean and then you, sometimes you got to pump it there at the end because so <laughs> Dad, what are you talking about? Well, buddy, just just pump it till it's clear. It's just, just, just the, it's clear. It's nature. It's the way it is. 
It's the it's the way it was set in motion to be such a way. Uh, then, then you just close it up. Just close it up close, and yeah. uh, top it off. Just be fine. Yeah. Anyway, use protection. Uh, the, the the real the real story about working on cars though is that it's it's all trial and error. Yeah, like, no, and that's what I'm afraid of. I, I, there are so many things that I've tried to fix, yeah. and I'll like follow a tutorial. I'll do yeah. everything exactly. I did it with our AC system. Our AC system in our Jeep was out, and so I was like, I'll just recharge the AC. Like I can get the kit. I can do that. That's how every car horror story starts. I'll just. Yeah, I'll just, re- you know. And so I tried to recharge our AC and immediately clogged up the lines. Oof. And then we had to take it in and they had to flush it out. And they were like, looks like somebody tried to recharge it themselves. What <laughs> idiot did this? And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do anything on car. So I definitely didn't try to do that myself watching a YouTube video. Definitely that's not. Crazy. That's stupid. Couldn't so, be me. Anyway, that's that. Yeah. It's, well, it's true. No, the... Uh, every every time I I tell my wife, yeah, I'm I gotta I gotta do this on the car. I'm gonna do that on the car. car. All right. So what's that entail? Piece of cake. It's gonna be a piece of cake. I'm just gonna go in there. I'm gonna get this off. It's gonna go. I'm right. just gonna. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just gonna. If any of the if any of the conversation involves, I'm just or I will just. It's done. It's, it's gonna all cost. night. Yeah. I was actually uh, my father-in-law and I. Shout outs to him. I showed up at his house with a bunch of parts and tools and said, I'm going to do the tie rods on our on our Subaru. I'm just going to do it. I, I, I have the knowledge. I have consulted the YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I will now change the tie rods. Get there. Been at church. It's 845 at night. Got home at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. I I do all of my car work between the hours of nine p.m. and four a.m. That's how a lot of my stories go. Yeah, mm. I'm. Like, hey, I'm just gonna start this project and then I never come to bed. Yeah. Well, hey, we are coming right to the end of our time, actually. So Ooh. if we keep going, we're just gonna we're just gonna cut off. So we're just gonna end this podcast. I'm just gonna. Yeah, we gotta say thanks for coming on, man. It's, it's been an pleasure. hour. It's been an hour. It just That's didn't even great. feel like it. I know. It's I been know. an hour. It's a um, treat. Say say hey to the listeners. Hey, listeners. It's uh, thank you guys so much. <laughs> Go out there, check out Docs and Crocs on Earthang. Wow, that was that's hilarious.